What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cleared Off the Line podcast. My name is Forrest Tucker. On this episode, I'll be joined by footballer Jenna Holtoss, who plays college soccer at York College of Pennsylvania. YCP is a D3 program, and Jenna's journey there has been quite a ride. She plays right back, and her mentality of focus and grit sends a great message to the soccer community. All right, guys, I'm here with Jenna. Jenna, how you doing? I'm good, Forrest. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a Friday, TGIF. And we're talking about soccer, so that's always good. Oh, yeah. Now, Jenna, we've known each other for a while, haven't we? I think I was in middle school when I met you, and you were a year or so older than me. Mm -hmm. And at that time, we were part of a training academy after school, getting touches in a couple times a week. And for you, probably, it was more like every day of the week, because at that time, you were playing for um, Broadneck High School's girls' soccer team. Mm -hmm. In your senior year, you guys were state champions. Take me through what that meant to you. Oh, that was the most incredible time of my life especially in high school all throughout those four years all we were doing is working towards winning that state championship title especially the 4a and once we did it it was amazing it was the best feeling i've ever had in my life honestly and so that was an emotional peak for you as Mm -hmm. well as a soccer peak for you what was the aftermath of that like as it was the come down from that well You know, I still played club after, but I didn't take it very seriously after that. Like, after we won states, I was like, okay, that's it. That's, I did what I came here to do. And that was my outlook on it, honestly. Mm Mm-hmm. So you didn't play soccer in college right off the bat, Mm -mm. but you went to Salisbury University. What was it like during your time there? Um, Salisbury was fine. I did play a little bit of club soccer there, and they asked me to come to every game. But again, I was still in that mindset, like, I didn't really care about the sport. Like, I cared about the sport, but I wasn't like, I need to play it. I need to play it. And um, so I didn't really go to a lot of games for the club there. And it was just, that first year was very tough for me. It was a rough year. Mm -hmm. Why was it a rough year for you? It was just academically or not the right fit as a school it just was not the right fit as a school a lot of things happened personally and uh it just wasn't my place all right all right and so you end up ended up leaving salisbury mm-hmm. and where'd you go after that i went to Anne Arundel community college and got my associates there and during that time you started playing again how did you end up on that team at aacc what was what was it like during that time there So I, when I first left Salisbury, I took a a semester off of school. And during that time, I was just like running a lot. And I felt this like void. And I was like, wow, there's something I really miss. Like I need some, there's something that's missing in my life. And it was soccer. And I was like, man, I really want to play again. So I contacted the coach and I was like, hey, I'd like to come out. I played for Broadneck uh, Girls Soccer. We won states this year, blah, blah, blah. All that good stuff. And she was really excited to have me come out, and I was really excited to go out as well. And it was really nice to know that I didn't lose my skill. <laughs> I just had, it was yeah, just yeah. a little rusty. How long did it take you to get that rust off? Not too long, actually, because I started, once I saw that I really wanted to play again, I got in touch with a few um, other coaches. So I played semi pro um, for Baltimore Kings before that and that was really fun that was really cool that helped me get back into it um so it didn't really take me that long maybe took me like a month or two a month or two great great but at the same time how long did it take you to figure out what that void was 
Um, it took me, so I left Salisbury in January, and I'd say it took me to around, like, May to wow, figure out. that's a out. pretty long time. Yeah, it was a long time. <laughs> Darn. I, I don't know if I could go that long without soccer, but was it, what, was there a moment where it clicked for you and you knew? Or is yeah, it just I just had, well, when I would go out and run, I would always look to my left and, like, see my cleats and, like my soccer balls in my garage and I'd be like, Oh, I missed that. (laughs) And then it like clicked and I was like, wow. And then I took a ball out one day and I started juggling and I was like, I really miss this. Like, I want to feel that competitive urge to play soccer again. Cause something about juggling, I really love, like it's just so peaceful. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty personally, that's one of my favorite things about footy. Now at ACC, you said it was a bit, Difficult um, because you had the captaincy and you were handling a lot. Yeah. What did? Can you dive a little more into that for me? Um. So I loved AACC. It was really good. The competition, though, it was not up to par for me. I felt like I had a huge weight on my back. In if you know what I mean, I'm not yeah, going yeah. outright. Oh, no, of say course, it. I understand. Because it was just like the girls were good. Some of the competition was good, but there was, again, something missing from there. Mm-hmm. And I wanted a little bit more competition, a little bit more urgency, a little bit more, uh, what's the word? People being serious. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I, think, I think that I was told by a coach that we shared back in the day that if you weren't the best player, if you are the best player at a place, then you should leave because you're not being challenged anymore. It's just the same old thing. And in the, at the end of the day... One, one match comes along for you, and there's a scout there from York College, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't there for you, was he? He was there for someone else. And how'd y'all end up talking after the game? So, um, our coach told us that the York College coach, well, assistant coach, was coming to watch uh, another girl on my team. And I was like, okay, cool. That'd be, that'd be fun. He could probably see me too. And he actually just came to watch her. But at the end, he came over to me and was like, hi, like we saw you play and we're very, very interested in you. And if you like want to keep in contact, let me know. Here's my name, my number, all that email. So I started emailing him and the head coach. And he came to another game of ours and watched me. And he was like, wow, we're like really interested. We would love for you to come to York, talk to our head coach, and all that. And so that's where it all started. So after your first season at York, Jenna, take me through how, uh, how y'all did and what, what the, it's basically season review. What, what, what happened and how do you feel you did as a player and how, how the team did as well? Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, we started off really, really slow. Um, the team, honestly, was new. It was a new team. A lot of things were changed from the year before. And basically, they were starting with a new slate. And so we started off really slow, not really knowing where to put some people, not really having a complete team. Like, we were struggling in a lot of areas. And we lost a lot of games. Like, we lost a lot of games by one goal. And it was very disheartening, almost. Mm Mm-hmm. But we kept fighting, we kept pushing, we would be there after practice, before practice, working on things, and we ended up going to the um, CAC championship, and 
it was honestly amazing for us. It was really, really crazy and really awesome that we worked so hard and we got that far. It was kind of like a mid-season turnaround, wasn't it? Was there anything that clicked in the middle of the season that you guys were able to propel yourself to that championship game? Yeah, we, um, we all sat down one time after practice and really talked to one another, like really opened up about things we think we need to improve on as a team inside and outside of soccer. What was that like to get so intimate with your teammates in that way? Had that ever happened before at Broadneck or ACC? At Broadneck, yeah. Uh, my senior year, we would do that a lot. We'd get very intimate with each other. Like, that team was a family. And I would say my girls from this past year were a complete family as well. Like, getting very intimate with your teammates like that, it just shoots you to a whole nother level of connection with each other. And it's, it's really amazing. That's why I love being on a team. That's great. That's really great. I don't think you hear about that a lot because um, maybe a lot of teams don't do that or they just don't talk about it. What does that do for you on a match day or during a match when you, you – know, is that just that little bit of extra fight that you want to give because you know exactly um, what everyone else is going through, what everyone else feels for this team? Yeah, we, um, we had our three – things we wanted to work on and improve on and that was in everyone's mind and I knew that the girls around me were going to push hard for it too so I was like I need to push hard for it as well we made sure to never leave anybody behind and keep pushing each other to be better than we are but not bringing each other down you know that's great and at the same time you told me that you weren't getting a lot of playing time during that season so what take me through that really quick and then I'm going to ask you how it how that team bond, if that helped you through your personal struggles. Yeah. So at the beginning, I was very shy to like really show the kind of player I was and like what I could actually do. So I didn't get playing time from the get go. Um, obviously, like from the start, I was mentioned as being a important player, but I didn't really follow through with it from at the beginning because I was nervous and once I didn't play for two games straight I was like wow I need to fix something here like this is not me I should not be on the bench I know I'm better than this so I started working my butt off in practice and really really pushing myself past my limits and really going out there and showing the kind of player that I was and I started starting and I started playing every minute of every game and I got a, my first goal and it was really awesome that I turned it around like that mm-hmm. yeah and so going back to what I was saying a couple of seconds ago is it for you when you had those struggles were you relying on the energy from the team a little more than when you started getting back into 11 getting playing time more oh yeah um even like, I would talk to a lot of the girls about it and be like, wow, I'm, like, so nervous. And, like, some of the captains would have talks with me, like, you just need to not be nervous. Like, you can make mistakes. Like, just work through it and work hard to get the ball back, like, if you lose it. And, honestly, it was the captains and some of the other girls that really helped me, like, shed that last layer and mm-hmm. really hop out of my shell. What, what kind of guts does that take to say, I need to change something? And then actually going through with it and saying this this needs to happen. What to you? What in your mentality and at every what should every player have in them that should bring that out? I think it's a lot of grit. Like 
even throughout failure, I never gave up. Like throughout like being told that I wasn't good enough to start or like, I don't know, not being chosen for a certain team at practice and all that. Like, like that can really put you down. But at the end of the day, it's you who needs to fix it. It's you who needs to go out there. And if you really want it, you can do something. That sounds like a great message to mm-hmm. me. Is that something you'd impart on people as a coach? Because I know you've had experience coaching um, a, lot, a lot of young, younger boys. Oh, what, yeah. what, um, did you ever have those lessons to them back when you were doing that? Or is that something you just kind of newly developed throughout the season? Yeah, no, that's, it's always been about hard work for me, especially at Broadneck too. Um, all about hard work, grit, and like never giving up. That's been my motto for as long as I can remember and even when coaching the little boys I would always make sure like they knew that the only way to change the only way to get better is by working hard and I used to do speed and conditioning with a one little boy who just about to mention yeah one little boy (laughs) who needed it really well who really badly and uh now he's he's looking great yeah exactly (laughs) what's your mentality as a person who are you as a person when you're not in between those white lines um, I would say I'm a very laid back, just chill person. I don't really like do much. I'm just go to the gym, I work, and then I hang out with my friends. And that's basically like the extent of me. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you're a lot more interesting than that. I know you're a lot more interesting than that, but I think that's a, I think that's great. Cause it's, you're just so focused mm-hmm. and that focus of your life. Of course, I think in a lot of athletes would replicate them as a person and a player if you could give me like one or two words about your mentality, what would it be? You mentioned grit earlier. Is that maybe one of them? Yeah, grit for sure. Um, and my mentality, let's see. I don't know. I would say grit would be my number one. And then focus. All right, Jenna, we've heard a lot about um, the side of the game for you as a player and for your team with the struggles you all have overcome over the season. What's a match day like at your college, Pennsylvania? You gave me a really great story last time we talked. Mm-hmm. Can you delve into that again for me, please? Yeah, so um, match days, they're either on Wednesday or Saturday. And we'll wake up in the morning and either have... If it's if it's at home, we'll do a walkthrough on our field before the game. And we'll just like put on cleats and walk out on the field and put players where they are and talk about how the team that we're playing plays and then how like we can combat it Mm -hmm. stuff like that and then we'll eat breakfast and we'll go and change into our warm-up gear and walk into what we call the fishbowl and then we have a big talk on like a whiteboard we talk about a lot of things get get pumped up get amped up and then they let us back into the um locker room and we get even more pumped up we're listening to music dancing getting really excited and then we walk out onto the field and we play our game i love warm-ups though they're probably one of my favorite part parts of the game That's why weird. is that why is that is it i don't know I just, the stadium or just how y'all warm up going into the stadium and then like how we warm up is really fun i i love um getting out there and like getting warm like ready to Mm-hmm. gather and kick butt you know and it's great now because you can warm up then you know you'll be playing after which is good yeah that's nice as well <laughs> what's the going back to the fishbowl i i'm imagining in my head like this kind of round white room i don't know if it's round but it's is it not. just like it's <laughs> so there's 
It's just a regular room, but it has windows like all around it. Okay, that's yeah. really cool. That's really, that's actually really cool. That, that's why we call it the fishbowl. Yeah. I, I like that because mm-hmm. sometimes you can like you see locker rooms or dressing rooms and it's just like they're so barren or of course the cause of they're not going to be you know just white walls and yeah lockers and stuff but you know they'll there there are no windows no natural light that's pretty cool I really like that that's a yeah, nice it's really touch fun. on the facility we love it what is it like. On a Wednesday versus Saturday, because of course there's class during the week. Do y'all mm-hmm. not have a lot of class on Wednesday that you can get around? Or what's um, the deal no, with that I I had uh, a lot of classes on Wednesday. Um, so for away games, usually I'd have to miss those classes, which well, was fine. It was fine with me. I didn't mind, but um, it was just cool, like knowing, like, oh, I'm not going to class, and like emailing your teacher and being like, hi, I won't be at class. I have a game, <laughs> and they're like, all right. Like they didn't, they didn't care. They're, they're, they love us. They love the student athletes. I know it's like a stigma that some teachers don't like student athletes, but all of ours like support us wholeheartedly. That's great. That's really great. And of course, growing a very small community, it would be hard to miss any of you guys around campus. Exactly. So on a Saturday, is it just like you get to sleep in more or is it really just still like go, 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 go? Usually our games are a little earlier. So we'll have games at like 12 or 11. So um, our walkthroughs will be around like 9 or 10. So we still get up early. I know I used to get up early, get coffee with um, some of the girls, and then we'd go to the fishbowl. So that's how we would usually do our ritual. That's cool. That's cool. I'm going to have some smaller questions now we talked we talked some juggling a bit ago where i said i really like to sit back and enjoy footy when Mm -hmm. i'm shoving the ball what's that feeling for you when you can just say oh my gosh this is awesome i'm so happy i get to do this so we used to have 6 a.m practices last um season right and the way that the sun comes up in York is, like, beautiful. The sky is lovely. That's really cool. So one one practice, I was hurt. I had a knee injury. And I was sitting on the bench with one of my other teammates. And I was watching our girls, like, go through a drill. And, like, the sun was coming up. And I just sat back and I was like, this is why I do this. I was like, the, the sun is coming up perfectly. Like the sunrise is so beautiful. I'm here with some of my favorite people on earth and I'm doing my favorite thing on earth. Like I was like, this is why I do it. It's great. It's lovely. It's amazing. And in game, I remember you telling me that as a defender, it, you know, sell, seldom you score goals, seldom you get assists, but you get to play some really nice long balls. Oh, Isn't that yes. a favorite of yours as well? Oh, yes. So I play a right, I'm a right back. So I send balls into the box a lot. And when I do that, there's this one I sent in game. The girl missed the shot, but it's okay because it was a beautiful ball and it was a beautiful play. But I played it right in the middle of the six and the 18, and it hit her right on the foot. And it was just beautiful, and I watched it happen, and I was like, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Speaking of kind of why we love footy, what was, what's your first soccer memory? My first soccer memory? Mm, probably, I would say in middle school. I was playing for Severna Park. Ooh, yeah, gross. Um... <laughs> And I finally learned how to juggle a little bit, and I was trying to get to, like, five. And it was so hard for me. 
And it was just so funny because I was trying so hard and I finally got to five and I was like, I got to five. And all the other girls were like, what? Like, it was, it was crazy for them. I remember when I was learning how to juggle, I was really bad. I had to drop the ball down from my hands to do it at first. And then I, I don't know, like, I think my life before I knew how to juggle was terrible because I was such a sad kid. I was like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> I feel like such an idiot. And then when now, now I can knock it up and down for ages and it's yeah. great. Yeah. No brag there though. Jenna, because you're a criminal justice major, what career paths are on, on tap for someone to graduate with that degree? There's a lot, actually. When you graduate with a criminal justice made, or degree, like you can literally go into anything that has to do with law, uh, crime, police department, anything like that. I'm thinking about going either the law route or I'm going to go cybersecurity. So I'm taking a cybersecurity class um, in the fall of, next, or of this year. And um, I was talking to one of my professors, and he said that like jobs are open nonstop for cybersecurity right now because of the growing age of technology and because there's not a lot of cybersecurity like people out there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about going that route and then also going for like FBI type, but I would have to get my master's. So it's like a long road ahead, mm-hmm. but it's exciting. <laughs> That's great. I'm happy you're excited mm-hmm. to go off that. Of course, in student-athlete, the word student comes first. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to balance school and soccer? And, it, and also, we hear sometimes about schools telling the student-athletes to take specific majors and saying, I want you to just take an easy major that won't take a lot of your time. Mm-hmm. What's your experience with both of those things? So, schoolwork while being in season is honestly like pretty easy. I never really had a problem. Other than that, like, you're on a set schedule, so things are kind of easier. Like, you're always moving, you're always going. So, like, you you always have energy to do something. That's great. So, I'll get my work done, like, days before it's due. And it's honestly really nice, like, being on that set, set schedule. Um, other than that, though, I've never had to deal with the school telling us to take certain majors. Like, we have a lot of nursing majors, and that's a hard major. Oh, yeah, it's really, Very really hard. Nervous. We have a lot, though, and they all get 4.0s. They're all on the D's that's list. That's wow. So our school, like, doesn't care about that. Like, they're like, take whatever you want. We don't care. That's great. Mm-hmm. And so on the soccer side of things for next year, what are your personal and team goals as you look towards the last season of college soccer? My personal goal is to just go out there and be the best that I can because he, um, my coach, uh, said he has a lot of promise for me for, for for this year coming up. So I'm really excited to try and go out there and like make him make him right, you know. Prove that's him nice. Right. That's a nice personal goal. And for the team, do you, I, I'm gonna guess that you want to go as far as the ceiling yes obviously we want to go as far as the ceiling but we're in a new conference now and we play messiah and messiah is really good so i'm we're just gonna go day by day you know take it day by day yeah great and what go back to school probably a couple weeks like a lot of other people what's the off-season workout brian like in the spring so we practice four days a week and we have 6 a.m lift and 6 a.m speed and agility so we do that, which 
isn't horrible. You know, it could be worse. So that's three a day in the spring, or is it? No, no, no. So um, some days we'll on Thursdays we do speed and agility. On Tuesdays we do speed and agility, and then Monday, Wednesday is okay. lift. So it is basically so Monday to Thursday you're doing it's, two sessions a day. Yeah, two days. Okay. Because mm-hmm. then we'll have practice as well after. And then what's it like on the off days is to just recover and make sure you're the best. Are you still doing do extra work or is it just more I'll probably go into the gym and do extra work because I already have my like gym regimen that I do. So even on speed and agility days, I might go into the gym as well because I have a lifting schedule, but for myself, but, um, I like get girl. I try to get girls to come with me all the time. I'll be like, hi, I'm going to the gym. Come with me. And they'll go, you know. Now, Jenna, I'm going to give you the floor for the last couple of seconds to impart your, um, knowledge on anyone who's up and coming. Of course, they don't have to be a girl wanting to play college soccer. It could be anyone wanting to go to the next level. And on the tone of having your own schedule, how important is just your having the positive mentality and what to, to, to wanting to play? And also, what, what's your overall advice for people that want to do that? Honestly, it's so important to have that positive mentality because if you if you have a negative one, you're just going to hate your life. You really are. And if you're not playing and if you just keep that negative mentality, like, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, you're just going to be sad. And you're just going to be upset with how everything is going and you're just not going to want to play. And I think it's really important to keep a positive outlook and to stay on that grind because if you're not, it's just going to be rough. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's a great message, Jenna. One last question, because I want to really get this in. It's a bit out of sequence, but there were times where you weren't, your career was not as successful as you would have wanted it to. You didn't want to play or you just were having struggles playing, like you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Was there any time you thought about giving up and oh. how did you overcome that? If so? Yes, there was one time, I think it was after the second game that I didn't play in. I was like, why am I here? You know? I hit that point and then I kind of just sat back and I just talked to myself for the life, thought really inward on myself and I was like, you're here because you work this hard. And I just kept telling myself that I know the kind of player I am, I know what I'm capable of and I need to start showing it. That's great. I think that's actually a nice, nice place to end on because what we talked about for the last 29 minutes and mm-hmm. 30 seconds really just ends well in that story about your mentality about how you love your team about your path and it's been really great talking to you, jenna like i said we've known each other for ages mm-hmm. and now it's great to sit down i'm going to end on something that i think is your quote it, but i wrote it down i have on this sheet of paper here not about the clout um <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so i i think did you, did you remember you said that yeah i remember saying that yeah <laughs> so for for myself and jenna uh, make sure you're not about the cloud. Make sure you play soccer for the right for reasons. For the game. Yeah. And that's it from us. It's been great talking with you, Jenna. Yeah, Again, thank you great. for sitting down with me. And that's it for this episode, y'all. We'll see you guys later. Thank you so much.